0: The Daily Talk Show,
1: episode 637. Christy Mercer's in the building. Yeah,
2: boy. Welcome. Oh, yeah, give myself an intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get a girl,
1: get a girl. Welcome. Welcome to the studio. Welcome back thanks, to bro, Australia.
2: I'm, I know I'm back. I'm back after, it was eight months, Mexico, mm. Central America.
0: It felt like a longer time, like from Instagram. I know, people keep saying Were you that. with her? No, no, I felt <laughs> like it. I felt like I got to it. Like you... Uh, did you catch some sort of parasite as well? Were
1: you like out? I was
2: crook out? as for like five weeks. Five weeks. Yeah, I was just like really unwell. The, I just yeah. I was going to say something and I was like, is that too far? But it's not like, I've just never done that amount of diarrhea in my life. Like, oh, wow. It wasn't even diarrhea. It was water.
0: There, there's a snippet. For yeah. the socials.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take what you want boys. We've got no pride left. No. But seriously, I, it was to the point where, cause I sold everything I own, sold mm-hmm. my car was, had this real YOLO moment. I think I feel like I've lived my youth in reverse. Cause I never did that mm. in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, you moved to Tarraga, mate." That's not yeah, bad. No, I, yeah, was it I no. went to Townsville for, at 20 Townsville? for my first radio job, moved around the country for um, what eight years or something, and then got to a point in my life where I was like, what am I doing? Like
1: <laughs> you say radio robbed you of a <laughs>
2: <laughs> – uh, Nah, nah. Uh, hashtag no regrets. But also, yeah. I, you, I don't know, you get to a point where I was like, well, in some ways it was like the biggest blow ever because mm-hmm. I was like, you come out of this bubble of I think like a lot of industries, but r- like radio is so – insular and like Mm. pretty unique and so like incestuous I kind of came out for air and I was like what kind of life skills (laughs) do I have what life experience have I had it came out of a nine year relationship so I was also like what am I doing and what do I also have tying me here to Australia Or mm. to Sydney for the, You know To anywhere
0: Did you catch yourself Middle of the trip Just on radio today Just checking out
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm addicted to that shit yeah. Nah I actually went the other way I was just like I could not stand having Like people yeah. would have radio on In the car I would turn this shit off. Yeah. Like and uh, Yeah I just was like Nah But to be fair I was never one of those Like radio peeps That was like Had <laughs> fucking Google alerts For radio today yeah. it Had yeah. a hard on For <laughs> Craig Bruce Or whatever no, no, no. Um, just
0: Stop sorry. laughing like that yeah. to you <laughs> no, no, no you, you got it right. Um, coffee. Oh, are you a, are that you a was coffee a big, drinker? A no, big no jump. I've been thinking, I've been thinking yeah. about he, Craig coffee. Craig taught like,
1: him about segways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you say it the was, first word I'm and just then you read the whiteboard. Into <laughs> you're only no, as good as
0: your
2: whiteboard. That was smooth We don't as, have a whiteboard. It was smooth as. You're like, life crisis coffee. <laughs>
0: coffee. Uh, no, I could, like, I could. Talking about
1: diarrhea,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can do a Segway. Um, no, being back in Melbourne. Yeah. Like, are you a coffee drinker or no?
2: Yeah, I'm for froth coffee. Okay. But I'm also incredibly, Cappuccino. I'm incredibly poor. So <laughs> I'm doing this thing where I don't buy three coffees a day and oh. it's killing my life. I'm back on Nescaf. So if oh, the, no. I mean, if the Blend 45 is the symbolic <laughs> of where you're at in your life, I'm... Down yeah. here. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, that's a breakfast radio person's staple, right? It's like, yeah, it's a, just a but it never shield. was.
2: I was like, I was you always, didn't do it. And I was always like, I'm so above this shit. I was <laughs> just like, honestly, and I was. Were <laughs> <laughs> you like Danny Maguire I, with and, your own barista and, and in now, studio. now I'm not. Nah, fuck <laughs> no, But I'd just be like, <laughs> I also need to get out of this studio and away from these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Just give me a moment, please, to. Stop fake laughing and go and get a <laughs> coffee and come back and be bright and light guys. Did you lose your phone overseas? Yeah, I no, I got it that? stolen. It was partially my fault because I was skinny dipping at the time.
1: Sure, that would do it.
2: Yeah, so I left yeah. my stuff at the end of a pier in Panama. I come out of this club of sweaty ass mm-hmm. and um, put my bag in a bag of this guy. He was very cute. It was, mm. wor- it was I was like, was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> um, what
0: sort of phone was it?
2: I was just, I was an iPhone, but here's the shit part because finally I managed to like steal the hostel phone to Mm -hmm. call, to make an international call to Telstra, whoever I was with. And I said, oh, this is my number, 0430, you know, said it. And they go, oh, we've got no record of that phone number. And I said, oh, well, it's funny because I've had the same number for like 15 years. And they said, no, there's nothing coming up in our system. They put me through to all these different, you know, departments. And in the end they go, we'll put you through to our credit team. And that's <laughs> what I was like, oh, this is no good. Uh-oh. They said, oh, you've got an outstanding $1,658 debt with us. Oh, no. Because they were debiting my oh, card no. as I was gone and I changed cards. Or I don't know, my life admins all over the shop. And – um." Yeah, they cancelled the card and then it had been sent to a debt collector. Oh,
1: no. So,
2: I was like, oh, brilliant. So, it was like a bit of a double whammy. So, I'm like, I'm glad I lost the phone to find out about the debt because I said, we've been trying to reach you. (laughs) I said, I lost my phone. They said, yeah. (laughs) Is 0437 still your number? I'm like, yeah, I've lost my phone. (laughs) I'm also in Panama. So,
1: yeah. It sounds like you're a a fugitive in Panama. That's where (laughs) you flee to Panama. Also, it's convenient that
0: like the way you described it, it's like you lost your phone ages ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I was talking about this with like coronavirus. Everyone's using that as an excuse for everything. Yeah, true. And I was saying there was a sick part of me that when my, like I'm so disorganized, when my nana died, I was like, fuck, I've bought myself an extra week with all my video projects. And everyone's like really nice. They're like.
2: Yeah, yeah. Use it and abuse yeah, it. it oh. Did and you so, in the end?
0: Did you no, I no, I literally said like, "Hey, like you don't even have to say, hey, 'Hey, I'm not going to be able to reach that mm. deadline.' You just like, look, my nana died. It just buys you time. It was it's, a few years ago. Something so sad about uh, it. So <laughs> it. It's, it's okay. me, now you're bringing me down. No,
2: but I, I wonder if like I get afraid to say things in case karma. Mm. I do believe in karma. So I'm like, if I I say, (laughs) I'm so woke and shit now. I did like a meditation retreat. Haven't you heard? I I posted about it.
0: You couldn't do a silent (laughs) retreat.
2: No, I actually did do a silent retreat. Uh And then my mate got stung by a scorpion on the ninth night and we broke the silence. And I was running around being like, my friend got bit by a scorpion (laughs) through this silent meditation (laughs) retreat and got into heaps of trouble. But no, on the karma thing, like I'm scared to say, there have been so many times in my life where I've gone to say, there's a family crisis or someone's sick or, mm. you know, like, and yeah, I'm just yeah. so, but if your Nana's already dead. Yeah, she's it's fine. Mm, and I
1: don't have another Nana, so yeah, it's I'm Yeah, all, all good. right. I mean, what you're talking about is just lying. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Like what you do you use, mean? No, you didn't. So you oh. said it as a legit thing. So your grandma died yeah. and you're like, this actually buys me. Yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you saying that you just say that your grandma's died <laughs> from a to buy point? you
0: a week? I think it's more like, you know, if you're like, oh, don't go too close to the edge, you'll
2: die. yeah.
0: Or, like, drive safe, we don't want you dead. Mm. Just saying, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I don't
2: like, want to put it out into the yeah, universe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But what I'm saying is that's stunning for you because mm. Granny's already dead, so yeah, you can yeah, use yeah. that you without use it. attracting the yeah, bad. Yeah. Could that-
0: I still use it now? Like, if I say my Who Nana so? died, but it was... <laughs> It's
2: not tech- <laughs> Use the nana in yeah. amongst the corona and <laughs> yeah, then you've got is, yeah. double sympathy. Oh, Do yeah. you hear
0: about the corona stuff? Yeah, my nana's dead. Because <laughs> none
2: of them are technically alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to the person receiving that news to discern. And I live streamed
0: yeah. my nana's funeral, actually. Because I um to live uh, leak. <laughs> no, because no, <laughs> no, I um like I am pretty socially awkward and my brother is lives in North Carolina. Okay. He's like, I'd like to watch it. And so rather than just, like, streaming it on a fucking iPad like my mum would have done, you know, yeah. I, um, I set up, like, a full camera, like, setup. I had, like, all of it. Like, I, I basically had to um, rope off a section of the, the Of church. the VIP
2: section. It was Jamaica
0: It was great because I was, like – because in fun like, no one likes funerals. That's what I've learned because I always say to Brie, I'm like, I fucking hate funerals. I hate hospitals. She's like, you know, like, no one – no mm. one likes it. Mm. I was like, okay. But I, um, yeah, it was great because I could rope it off. And then when people came up and
1: said, oh, like, you know,
0: sorry about you, now, I'd just be like, just
1: film. Do you think oh, it's a coping that's a good mechanism? Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. cool. I, like, I like filming, f- like, Christmas, but mm-hmm. it's usually to get through it.
2: Oh, to be behind the lens of it. <laughs> oh,
1: I, like, I like to, like, enjoy it. Like, it's almost like I'm bored. Otherwise, I'm just, like, sitting around talking. I was going to say, talk to me about food.
2: why, like, why do you need to get through Christmas?
1: No, it's it's more. No it's not even uh, like I think I enjoy filming and making a video I enjoy that time spent doing that right than just like being at the thing and not doing anything
2: see do you feel like that makes you less present though uh, like if you, but or does it make you more present? Because I feel like so on this this trip that I went, on, we started making a few little video- videos, and there were there's so many like instances and people that we met, and stories, and um, you know like uh, stunning people that we met. That if we did not have a camera, slash Sophie, because I didn't have one, I was just went along, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, film yeah. that. That looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> I Your like camera that. got stolen. You're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the director. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had no but, idea what yeah. I was doing, but um. Yeah, uh, uh, we ended up having these amazing experiences that if we didn't have a camera, there's no way that we would have ended up having. Yeah, it makes you more observant.
1: It totally does. You're looking for the story or you're looking for a nice moment. So it is nice, but it is a coping mechanism. It's probably like someone who can talk really well like yourself where you kind of like in a situation where you – I, I do it. I like enter into not a performance, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I give it a bit of energy yeah, yeah, yeah. to get into it. But it's almost like you do it to cope through a situation. Do you so-
2: find the energy sucking that? I was talking to someone about this recently who's a muse and they're like, oh, it's funny when um, people say to you, oh, you've got the best job in the world. You just rock up and have a sing and then you leave. And we are talking about like talking, you know, like emceeing shit and like, you know, that yeah. sh- whole schmoozing mm-hmm. situation. And I'm like, I can do that, and I. Mm. Lo- but part of me is like you exhausted at the end mm. of it, which sounds so wanky that you like go and have a like a free meal and meet people and have a, a chin wag, but then you're also like, mm, oh, life's that. pretty hard. Yeah.
0: Mm. But what it ab-
2: actually is. It, it gives you energy to people.
0: What like, about like when you're in like hostels? Because I've never done the hostel thing.
2: Neither had I, and I was like 29 for the first time doing it.
0: And so the thing that worries me about hostels is the other people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which makes sense, and, Wait, the,
2: so ba- and the bathrooms, because oh. it's the only place you can have sex, like oh. in a dorm. Oh. So they're normally pretty banks.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, do you talk to people <laughs> like, when you get sex with them? them? <laughs> no, no.
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> Usually ask their name. is quite polite.
0: Oh no, that's nice. No, uh, but it's like, yeah. But like, I can just imagine walking into a hostel, mm-hmm. and there is going to be like. A German dude, he's going to have like a ukulele. He's been tra- probably travelling longer than I have. And then you're going to have all these different people. And I just feel like it would it'd be too overwhelming to have to understand. Like, like I like creating stories about everyone that sure. I meet. Sure, yeah. Just trying to... Absorb all of that. Did yeah, you struggle? it's a lot.
2: It's a mm. lot of energy. So there were times where I was travelling with a mate, but then I was on my own solo for about two over two months. Where part of it, there's some days you just like I can't be fucked mm. because you have the same conversation because the mm. through line with everybody's oh yeah where you from yeah, yeah. cool oh I've never been to Texas yeah how long are you travelling for mm. oh yeah where have you been oh yeah these places and there are some days where I'm just like I can't.
0: Mm. Sounds like a fucking Uber, you what? know? Like how long have you been doing this for? Yeah. Like? Oh, oh, when, no, did, when did you start? It's
2: actually full on. So I think it's like it's a gift to give yourself but also to other people to recognise I would think of it as this kind of like this wavy line where there are some – I think life's like that sometimes where there's sometimes where your, where your energy, especially if you, what you guys are mm-hmm. doing and oh, you're in meter, or you're talking or you're giving – you know, whatever you're doing, you're giving people energy. There has to be times where your energy goes in as well because mm-hmm. I don't think – you're not servicing anybody by constantly being like, hey, guys, yeah. because – I just don't think you work like that. So was, there are some times where I was like, "Oh, I can't be bothered seeing another a, another human." Mm-hmm. And there were, da- I went like two days without speaking to a single person. Not
1: great. I mean, that's not that long. And yeah. it's not a, at a silent sorry. meditation.
2: Oh, I did, sorry, nine, I did nine days no, without like, speaking.
1: The two days is, it'd be like me not speaking for two days, yeah. but I'm not at a silent yeah, yeah, meditation. Yeah, that's right. I'm just
2: here. Yeah. But there are some that's days weird. where you're like, I want a corona and just to talk shit with somebody, you yeah. know? So you, I feel like you got to, it made me really aware of like when to come in and when to come out mm-hmm. because you force yourself out sometimes when you don't want to be and you shouldn't be mm. for anyone's sake. I
1: also find like sometimes I I'm in that mindset of I don't want to, but then I do and mm. then I see that I actually get the energy from it, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm a bit insular. I think I want to be in, but then I'm like, no, oh, I actually had a great time then. Like I feel a bit more energized. Yeah. It's a weird one because you got to listen to yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a fine line between listening to yourself when you really should be sort of trying to That's right. re-energize, get your crystals charged, <laughs> you know, or the other way of like I'm just being a fucking – little
2: shit. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's also realizing that not everything is comfortable and not everything's mm, good. You know, even mm-hmm. in the even in the good stuff there's shit parts and even in the shit parts there's good parts. So like when you're yeah, you you are like I could not like you were saying, I could not be bothered talking to a per I don't don't even want to put pants on. But then you get <laughs> out and you're like, oh that was fun. I really yeah. needed that. So it's like yeah, it is um, maybe just knowing yourself and where the line is to yeah. push past and where the line is to actually go, no, just stay, stay mm. inside sans pants. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I think there's, I mean, I don't have it dialed in, but it's like if you have dedicated time allocated mm-hmm. to recharge. Mm-hmm. So it's like regardless, it's. I know I need to do that because it's – because if you're not thinking about it or booking in time, when are you doing it? You're just hoping it happens. Yeah, Hoping true. you don't get called or hoping, you know. Work I feel as like well. People are, you know, full time work.
2: Cars are good for that, though. Yeah. I did that on the way here. Like, I'm not a, um, when I wake up, I like silence. Like, I don't, you know, some people, like, I'm living with my mum at the moment. That's mm. amazing. 30 single, unemployed, basically, you know, homeless living with my <laughs> mum. Not, you know, no yeah, idea why. It's just the story yeah. spin. It could be more positive, <laughs> I'm to a be honest. Fucking catch. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I wake up this morning. First thing she does is put on smooth. You know, I love smooth. Yeah, it's great, yeah. but it's also not.
0: <laughs> it's but just it's all tunes that just like there's nothing. It's just chill. You yeah, know? but it's,
2: when you finally hear them, it's just basically ads. It's like an infomercial <laughs> yeah, for sure, your ears. Sure. It's just like, and she is like has everything up really loud. So like, this moment you wake up, you're just hearing like. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like, and she does it with the TV and she loves A Current Affair. And it's just uh-huh. like, and I can't, because I'm living at a house, so I'm like, you um, can't say anything. But I'm also, that for me is like allowing yourself that time to wake up or like sit in the car and just mm. in silence and just let your brain do the to-do list and mm. think about the things and like, I feel like that. So you can weave it in in a way where you're not like sitting down mm. or singing om and chanting for your, you know, tick. Self in you know inquiry time, yeah. so I feel like yeah, in real life that's maybe not that realistic, mm. especially if you know you got kids, jobs, you know, well, it's,
1: real it's, life things. It's ima- like we are a product or, or like f- our environment, what we're listening to. It, it sort of embodies you, right? So are, you are Tracy Grimshaw. Right?
2: <laughs> 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 Josie's still got it though. Yeah. I, I said that my brother came around for dinner last night. I said, This would be a hilarious show to watch stoned because they had that go, special on tonight. And it was yeah, and yeah. it was about like dangerous play centers. And it was genuinely this kid jumping for joy, like yeah. looking so happy. And then it showed and they changed all the like colour shading to yeah. like black and white. And she was holding her knee crying like oh, (laughs) (laughs) this is just the dregs of society. Like, what is this show? It's so hilarious.
1: It's only getting worse too. Like, it's only (gasps) becoming more hyperbolic. So I was listening to – I just, like, was doing some mindless work where I can listen to something while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I find, like, some tasks I cannot listen. I'm the same. I need to sort of focus in on it. But What tasks can you do where you're not? um, Sorting footage. Mm -hmm. you know that kind of shit like just like moving things around Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. don't need to listen or you know Mm -hmm. anyway so i had a live stream of some u.s news show talking about the coronavirus And I just was watching – like not even watching Mm, the footage mm. but listening and doing this thing. And I just remember feeling like my shoulders are sort of like coming out. And then I was like, I've got to fucking change this up. I listened to Ram Dass, a meditation guru guy, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I just felt so much lighter. But I was like that just fully changed how I felt – like Mm -hmm. my body was feeling. And so now I'm I'm fully convinced about the coronavirus. (laughs) But I'm also enlightened because of Ram Dass.
2: It does seep into your – Subconscious, like even if, like you say, yeah. subliminally, like you're not aware enough to know that you're like your shoulder's going or you're stressed yeah. or all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, <laughs> like you know, you know, my mum, you know, having that shit on in the background, it does go somewhere. And, I, and I've realized that, like, from traveling, you have this like little microcosm of, you know, society of all these other fellow hippies, like seeking something and mm. searching. And, you know, it's so I was talking to a mate about this that I was traveling with, and he was like, How are you going at home? Because this is the real test of mm. like being conscious. Conscious and aware mm. and like, you know, practicing patience and like, um, you know, even little things like eating more consciously, not just like shoving it in. And and I was like, I, I think, you know, like your, your surrounding of all these other people, it really does normalize things. And then when you're back, I was just, for the first time in my life, I've been like, oh, I'm single. Like I feel like almost – not sad, it. I had this moment at like a Best Mate's 30th where I was like, I'm, si-, you know, but when I was living in Sydney, everyone was single and focusing on their careers. And when I, you're traveling, everyone's kind of finding themselves. So it's like what your surrounding is becomes your normality. And then what, and everybody mm. is just having mortgage chat in Melbourne. I'm just like, I can't mm. relate to that. And it's making me feel different or it's making me feel stressed or it's making me feel weird. But then mm. you take me out and put me in another scenario and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, th- you know, it's, I don't know, thriving here and have a lot to relate to here and then...
1: Inside the bubble, it's safe, right? And mm. So you're seeing other people's bubbles or mm. other people's mm. sort of normality.
0: How how much did your bubble change going from uh, Australian life to travelling? Like what was the biggest shift for you personally?
2: Mm, that's a good question. I think um, the biggest thing, I think I was just... Uh, learning to trust more, learning to trust life, really, because I think um i don't know, I think most of us all of us really you' kind of brought up in society to like you know you go to school and you get good grades and then you so mm. you can get into this uni course and after you do that uni course you're doing that because what is it equal? everything is so like results driven mm. you know what I mean and I think you kind of as a human or you know like you 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 lose that sense of like Creative play mm. of just coming up, you know, sitting down and having a jam, for instance, you know, if you play guitar, if you're a singer, you know, like it, everything for me previously felt very like, well, what am I getting out of this? Okay, well, if I'm going to dedicate my, you know, the next year to move to bumfuck nowhere to do this radio show. Well, what am I getting out of it? Like, what's the result? You know? And I think I you kind of get into that state of mind where you're like, well, if I'm dedicating an hour to this, it's going to equal this. And I think I realized that when I was overseas, I'm like, life doesn't actually, it doesn't work that way. It's not like a, a scoring system where it's like you put in your best efforts and then there's a surety that it will equal, you know, mm-hmm. what you thought in your brain it would. Mm. So I think it it was for me, and, and it still is that process of like learning to trust your curiosity as it go as it moves through, and without really knowing kind of what where it will mm. land. So but- if you're
0: using that path, or if you're going down that scoreboard route, what happens with like relationships and friends? Because if you've accumulated, or if you've created all of these relationships within that old system, and then you have this experience. Mm. Do you find that you're like misaligned with heaps of people that you used to be aligned with?
2: No, nah, it's funny. I had, my, I had my 30th a couple of weeks ago, so I planned this when I was um, overseas, which is a stunning financial decision to come back and drop two and a half grand on a, on a weekend away. <laughs> <laughs> I got back and I was like, yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, tail stroke and weight. <laughs> 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 no shit, I hadn't paid the phone bill yeah. by that point Got any good credit card hacks,
0: balance transfer stuff What do you do, what's your uh,
2: What do you mean Well,
0: I'm like, hey, What do you do financially Sounds like, like
2: you like need to give her a few yeah. what <laughs> do you Just do ask what uh, a balance transfer yeah. was I don't know, i actually <laughs> never had a credit card Oh, that's
0: good Yeah. No. So like you, you're still doing stuff within your met. It's not like, because you hear the stories of like Like I've, de- or I've even gone travelling where I'm just like Oh fuck, what's, yeah? what's five grand <laughs> Like we can pay this, I can fucking pay this back you Know over 25 years, (laughs) yeah. I've got a a whole life to pay this, but yeah. Yeah, Um, So, you had so you deciding to spend 20, like, how are you with budgeting?
2: Shocking, (laughs) (laughs) so bad. So, for you to make
0: a decision of spending 2,500 bucks going away, she was on a few coronas, mate. It was a nice what what do you need in the balance to like, you're like, okay,
2: oh, honestly, um. Triple figures in the bank account. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "That's enough." I'll, I'll trust the universe. You know something will fucking work itself out. Sure. No, but um, I've never been. I've always been. Re- even when I earned lots of money, mm-hmm. I was really bad with money. Sure you know man. how everything, everything is relative. Yes. So you kind of think, "Oh shit!" If I'm earning, you know, like X amount, or if there's another zero, I'm imagine how I'll live. Mm-hmm. And ima- mm-hmm. but everything, you just. Eat out more a little bit. You you buy a car that's a little bit more expensive. You uh, I don't know like go on a few more holidays and uh, you know you buy a few more drinks when you're out for your friends. So mm-hmm. I never. I, I I think even when I was in a place where I was you know, on a on a kind of decent wage, I still had that real battler mindset. Anyway, mm-hmm. like mates used to give me shit it's where the they were
0: affair stuff. They
2: would just like I would still be like. It's just like you can afford to mm-hmm. do this, so like yeah. you can get in, you know, like a new car if you want, or you can. I would still be like. Oh, a- Aldi's the best. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually also have realised about myself. I really thrive being an underdog. Sure. Mm. So I think, in a lot of ways, when that um, that radio job kind of finished, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bit of a bummer. Mm. What am I doing <laughs> with my life now?" And it ha- and it kind of ended quite suddenly. I was like. I also have looked at that through a, a bit of soul searching as well and yeah. looked at that as a bit of a gift because even at that point, I was kind of like ticking a lot of boxes. I was like, you know, in a, in a solid relationship, good financially. you kind of, you reach a point where I was like, this is, this is all I've ever dreamed about for the last decade and I'm doing it, but I didn't know where to go next or like, what does that equal, you know, yeah. like. And I don't know if that's the kind of person that I am or the mindset that I've been in 10 years where I'm also always in hustle mode, like what's next? Okay, mm-hmm. what is this, you know, and, and coming back and kind of in a lot of ways, um, not being at the bottom, but kind of having to work hard and, you know, like, um, you know, be humble and all those kind of things. I actually am probably the happiest I think I've ever been because I'm like, there's a, a sense of purpose, and there's a sense of building, and there's a sense of like um, motivation. You know that I don't. I think I lost a bit mm-hmm. at one point.
1: Is it now not a sense of right, one day I'll be there? Like I think that's a mindset of like people, the underdogs, or people that are not there yet. They have that right, one day I'll be that. Yeah, right. And so then you of a live destination, right? When you live in that one day, it's like mm. it's almost like uh, was it Tony Tony Nash? Who owns Booktopia, a very successful CEO, was oh, yeah. saying about that, that, mm. mo- that, even that wording of, oh, I'll one day be yeah. there, because mm-hmm. yeah. you're then giving power to where you currently are. Mm. And then some people like to get out, getting out of this current situation is uncomfortable. Yeah. And so totally. you then like, you stay in the uncomfortable, you stay in the comfortable over here. I'm not there yet. Mm. And so, it's a, I mean, it's all just wording in the mind, but being peaceful with uh, having something. Not you know, you're losing the job or whatever it is. It's mm. like you then have to make peace with that and it makes more sense as to what it all meant anyway.
2: I guess it's like finding a middle ground between like – because I think, you know, when everybody's like, oh, be present here, be mm. okay with what – you know, like yeah, – yeah. and there's so much of that overseas and I think sometimes there is a bit of spiritual ego with people. You know, I'm a bit like – I understand some of this, but a bit of it – it's a bit wanky, mm-hmm. you know. like So I take everything with a kind of grain of salt. So I think sometimes – you can go too far either way. You can go too far oh, yeah. in being okay with the present because I think it's also good to, to have a bit of an idea of, of where you're going and what an you'd like to achieve right. and ambition mm, yeah. and, you know, like all that kind of stuff. But I think um, I was too way too far living in the future. I think most of my, probably up until the last year and a half, maybe two years, my entire life was based on where I will be here. When I'll be happy? When I have yeah. this? When I've figured out what I do? When I get back to you know?
0: When the Telstra bill
2: gets paid? All yeah. of that. All yeah. of that. And I think, um, I think I didn't realise it at the time because mm-hmm. everyone is. Every, that's how we live our lives, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's like, you know, we'll have time to do that project later. I'll get back to singing then. I'll sort out. Well, know, leave, I, leave uh,
1: us in this perpetual state of like, uh, like neat, like um, or. Not, not pain, enough as well, but like mm. the struggle, right? It's like we thrive on some mm. form of a struggle, and if we're going a year away, I'll be there. But right now, oh, yeah. I need to fucking get through this. And then, it, yeah, it's like a carrot out on a stick. On yeah. the, you know, like it moves; it doesn't get any closer. Mm. And so you're in the struggle, which we're weirdos because mm. it's like it almost in, inspires us to move forward, or it does get us forward. Mm. It's a bizarre thing.
2: I think having, I think having, um a bit of column A, a bit of column B, so that you're like all right with the, your accepting of the struggle and not, mm. and that's how I feel now. That there's so many lessons, like even things that I'm like, oh, what a drainer. Like even things like, I mean, I, I love my mum, and but I mean if I had. Tra- you can call it Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tracy. If I had an ability to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just go rent in this sick mm-hmm. suburb with my mate, yeah. you know, I'd probably choose that, but I don't. Yeah, And part of me is like. You know, you could sit in that and be like, oh my, you really be in your head about it. But then at the same time, I'm also seeing the lessons that are there in it, which mm. is I moved away when I was 20, so I'm, not, so I'm not saying I'm making up for lost time, but at the same time, I've had a complex relationship with my mum, you know, like most mother-daughter relationships or most, you know, people with their parents and, and having time to really like nail down and work on that whilst mm. in the moment there are sometimes i might. Like, navigating this is tricky and it sucks. I, I also have that ability to kind of zone. I, I always like in my mind's eye picture like um like a bird's eye view, like kind of going up and like looking and from being above. And I'm like, this is a pretty stunning opportunity and a pretty cool time in my life to work on this relationship with mum Mm. or to work on, you know, whatever it might be or, you know, have this space, you know, even on this trip to figure out who I am and and where I want to go. Like that's a, that's a gift. Like Mm. to have that space to be aware, you know, that there is space, like that in itself is pretty cool. So I think there's that element of being like in the struggle and like, I don't want to be living with my mum when I'm 40, but at the same time I'm accepting that there is shit here that I need to learn that Mm. I wouldn't otherwise... Be learning.
0: Do you fall into habits from when you were a kid when you live with your mum?
2: Um, yeah. I think my mum. Ma- well, my mum is like a neat freak, mm-hmm. like to the point where, like, she used to um, iron our bed sheets when she made the bed when <laughs> we were younger. I appreciate that. Yeah, I which is a ama- matter like in a hotel. <laughs> and and there are heaps of things that I like. I notice myself doing now, like pretty OCD with fold all this kind of stuff. So like I'm. I find myself, yeah, when I was a kid, like I remember we'd be, go, you know, 18 and you're like, you know, drinking your Smirnoff Double Blacks, waiting for, you know, the cabs beeping out the front at 11.30. And I remember friends of mine that knew my mu- and they were just like, now we've got to leave no trace of human life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Wipe down the bench, there's bronzer. So I find myself trying to like, uh, uh, trying to appease that um, element. Uh, maybe, it, I don't know. Maybe there's an element of me being like maybe there's some subconscious thing where I'm like I shouldn't be here <laughs> so I like yeah. have to pretend I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, but I think certainly, yeah, without – I can't think of any other ones. Mm. Maybe I'm so woke up to my <laughs> Central American trip. All they're showing brain it. that it's yeah.
1: just you're still opening the fridge looking, Mom, what's in here? <laughs> yeah. That kind of shit. Like yeah. it's an instant habit like me go to the fridge at my parents' place. Like all What have that. they got in there? Not much. Really? It's got healthier and healthier. It's, it's oh, fucking it? annoying because I wanted to blow out there. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, I just want shit. Used to have juice as a kid, you know, like yeah, uh, and I'm really do huge. juice. That's what got you excited. Yeah, well, back. I mean, I'm just one thing. What was in your fridge, fatty? Just- <laughs> 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 it was a lot. Like <laughs> mum had the funny thing is, what was that
2: That know? was my throat. <laughs> did you <know>? still <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, the- That that was literally my. Th- that was a throat. Normal, burp. well, the thing <laughs> is, hang on, I actually do need a bit now.
0: You can do it. You can do it. Hang on. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, it I get like, especially in the morning, the st- like the stomach grumbly sort of shit. You which, just hungry? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, are you yeah. on the intermittent fasting bandwagon? Well,
1: I've fucking tried everything. Mate, when you forget yeah. to eat, people are still calling that intermittent yeah, yeah, fasting. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I tried it. So for the girl I was traveling with, she was like, I just had so much more energy <laughs> yeah. not eating. And I was just like, yeah, same. But I was also <laughs> like, I feel so sick.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's, yeah. What it's was your, when you were overseas, how did you get the stomach bug or you were sick for five weeks? I was how did you literally
2: get that? sick from the day two that we were there. Well, oh, we went yeah. out and had a bender on mezcal and tequila so that okay, probably yeah. didn't help um uh, i was just i've never been that sick in my life i've had like intense spine i've had a spinal fusion like really you had the surgery, scoliosis yeah. yeah so um I've got like all these screws and my back, which is a pretty cool party trick. Yeah. But um,
0: What's the actual party trick with the screws? Unscrews them.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, take them out. Is anyone got a drill? Heavy <laughs> <laughs> trainees? No, it doesn't even work at air. I thought, I thought it would be quite fun to go through airports and like the doesn't. beeper go off a dozen. No, no. Um, but that it was an, a pretty intense pain, as mm. you can imagine, like having a high impact drive, like drill drive through your spine. Mm. But this pain was physically worse. Of this parasite, mm. I just, you know, that tra- I'm seeing from Train Spotting, you know, where he's coming off crack. I don't, I don't watch
1: many no, movies. Uh, yeah. Oh, but,
2: guys, I, I never know movies. I'm pretty <laughs> well, excited I will, about this. I will, like, it was
1: heroin It was heroin. Yeah, coming up, yeah,
2: yeah. So he's lying there and he's having all of these like it's you and McGregor. He's having all these like crazy mm. scenes and there's like it's mm. terrifying. It's all dark and there's snakes and babies crawling on the roof. It was basically that. Like, he's
1: like shitty himself as well. Oh, uh, like it, it was
2: f- just horrific. Like. And the only, the only way I got rid of it was like doing this five-day water fast because I tried three rounds of antibiotics. This lady Gosh. that had lived there, she, her name was Fran. It was a friend of Fran. And she'd been there for like 30 years. She said the only way you're going to get rid of it is to starve out the bug. So starve. you can't, you can't even have electrolytes. Like literally, because so it's fucked
1: up to think that there's a bug just waiting to eat whatever. But that's it is, what it, it is. So we it, all have them. Like everyone has some kind of a parasite But it's some of them are sickening. much worse.
2: So you know when when we're all you can online. buy them
1: online as well.
2: What? Sorry.
1: You can buy them online. What so parasites? Can, Yeah. So it's
0: like it's
2: it's pretty. Ah, fucked. Gotcha. <laughs> April Fools with a
0: parasite. <laughs> no, it's pretty fucked up. But it's like if you like, it's a like weight serves? loss. They're like healthy ones, right? Like you. No, no, t- no, no. Like it's like a weight loss type of thing. So we'll eat like you. You're talking about
1: skinny meat, (laughs) (laughs) tea.
2: That just makes you shit, doesn't it? Same
0: same as a parasite. No, no, so the parasite, like it's like a worm. Tapeworm diet. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. That is so messed up. That is like a 101 eating disorder. Yeah, well, that's the
0: whole thing because like I've – because I used to be 120 kilos. What? And so I was like, Until yeah. Until he did the parasite. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> 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 Look at me now. I'm skinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you hear any noises in my stomach, it's the worms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my insides have been eroded. But apart yeah, yeah. from that, I'm fairly fit. <laughs>
0: I'm fairly fit. <laughs> no, but that's what, like, the fucked up thing about, like... um have you had any? Have you talked about eating stuff? I have. Yeah, yeah. I had
2: bulimia. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, it's probably not as like you know in vogue as you fucking worked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did have bulimia, guys. Hashtag.
0: Well, no, because I feel like the fucked up part of my mind, the idea of getting like whenever I've had anything happen, like ah oh, barley belly or whatever, it's like. There's a part of me where it's like, I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna walk away, lean from this experience. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just fucked up.
2: It's a bad headspace but, to be in. Yeah, bro. But
0: did you find, like, did you find, like, is there any vanity stuff in that stuff, or any um stuff that you realise from a psychological point of view? What <laughs> you like, want to do is not be shitting yeah. water. Well, yeah, maybe it's pr- maybe <laughs> I didn't have it bad enough. <laughs> Let's um, buy him a worm and see what he, what, <laughs> yeah. how he fucking, no, weather's it's, it's, I know it's fucked up, but no, I'm curious. No, like, I get
2: what you mean because it, everybody's like, look oh at the no, positive. I it's wouldn't, like, you know, like that's not, you know, everybody would get, would get sick and, mm-hmm. and pretend that they're not kind of, you know, um, you know, like really uh, frothy on the fact <laughs> that they've lost two kgs. Yeah. But let's face it, most, a lot of people are, for me, it wasn't because I think my face went real thin, mm-hmm. And it didn't look cute. Like, so, <laughs> so, in short, no.
1: And so, uh, five weeks, and then you starved the bug for five days. Five days, just and it water. was
2: horrific. Yeah. Like, even just to roll over, to um, roll over on the pillow, uh, it would take like probably half an hour of like, Convincing myself like mentally to be able to roll over. And then you add on the layer of like fear because you're really far away from home. And mm. I wondered whether I was doing the right thing, you know, because then I've got, you know, dad, you know, messaging me going, Are you sure you need to get to a hospital, you know, like you need to get, you know, some kind of nutrients or electrolytes in you. And I'm like, well, Fran said not to. And, you know, you just kind of cling to anything. Fran's telephone. Right, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but what was friends? He-
2: I, I had heaps of nudes <laughs> <this>.
1: <laughs> was Fran a um a local?
2: Oh, she was in New Zealand, so it was actually Sophie, the girl I was traveling with. Um it was her Nana's friend. So anyway, this is this weird connection. She w- went over in the like, what would it have been? The seventies?
1: To, Mexi- and to she was,
2: yeah, into Mexico? So, yeah, to Mexico. And she wow. was loaded. Apparently she was in the art scene and she went to buy – she bought this huge amount of land in Mexico and she was going to put a film studio on it and then something happened and she turned it into this um, – well, it's essentially like uh, – what are those like um, new suburbs called?
1: Like yeah, an a housing
2: estate. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, she is made at a housing estate. So we rock up, and and Sophie goes, oh, I've got this like weird like r- relatives, like friend or whatever that lives mm-hmm. there. And she said we can stay in at her place for free for however long we want. And I was like, that's brilliant, yeah. how great. So we rock up at the address in an Uber, and we rock up. There's these like big golden gates, and there's his security guard. And we said, oh, we're looking for Fran. Where's Fran's house? And he's like. Fran owns this entire place, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, what? Like hit the jackpot!" So this, she is Fran said, she, part of the cartel. <laughs> 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 What's what she, she running golden gates. She reckon. said, she "This bungalow at the back." In fact, it was the. It could have been something out of Grand Designs. Then this is the little shit box that we were staying in, and you should have seen her place. <laughs> so it was like. And that's what I mean about hashtag trusting the universe because here I was so sick and we have been in these manky mm-hmm. hostels and, you know, vomiting and diarrhea. Like there was one point I thought I was on the floor of a Mexican hostel bathroom and that is for nobody. Like, <laughs> yeah. like just a bathroom in general, let alone a Mexican uh-huh. hostel bathroom. And I, I thought I was going to die at that point. And like, genuinely I was like, I think <laughs> this is it. What do you
0: do when you think you're going to die? Um check Instagram.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I actually at one point did try and crawl on my hands and knees up to the staircase where mm-hmm. Sophie was sleeping because I was like I genuinely was like, I'm gonna this is it. <laughs> I wanna s- I wanna say goodbye. <laughs> Um, and it's not going to be cute. I think <laughs> I had my pants down as well because, you know, when it's like, you know how people say it's coming out both ends. I uh-huh, oh, yeah. have a bit of a joke. Like, but there was one point where it actually was no. and I was just like. Is
0: there blood? blood? <laughs> That's a dark question. Oh, no,
2: I know well, we're talking well. about dying on a toilet floor, but <laughs> no, no, blood mate, stepping over the no, line. My
0: mate lost his, the insides of his stomach <laughs> through food poisoning in uh, East Timor. Yeah, he reckons Mm. that's why he's got like IBS now because they like, he went back to Sydney after,
1: like, he ate some meat and it was bad. And then. How do you feel now?
2: Yeah, great. This is
1: months and months. How many months ago was that? That
2: Those at the beginning. So it was like nine months ago now.
1: Oh, wow. But anyway. And and then you say you weathered that storm and you continued to trek on like a fucking trooper.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, back on the horse.
1: Yeah. And did you get it? You got another phone and. Obviously.
2: Yeah. The phone I've got now, I bought a Facebook marketplace in one of the most corrupt areas of the world. It was stolen. It yeah. was definitely stolen or there was, I actually did take the case off to make sure there was no like, you know, drugs hiding in the back yes. or something. And oh, I yeah. was like, not genuinely. Cause I was like, yeah. but, um, I kind of was also trusting my gut off the guy that I bought it from because he was like a missionary.
1: Your gut gut was on the floor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There was no gut to speak of. And the gut that remained, I was drinking heaps of tequila, so I damaged it. But he was actually a missionary, this guy. Oh, wow. Wow. and I just got a good vibe from him through our Facebook Messenger. And Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, meet me at this shopping centre. And I was like, fair play, because I don't want to go to his house. Yeah, or You know experience. what I mean? No, I and he was like, I think that would be like a safe for both you and I. And I was just like, yeah, uh, you know. And he said the words, my wife, my wife, you know, so I was just like, I'm getting a good read off this guy. And um, my card, cause I had, um, I'd been robbed. So the the travel money card I had mm. wasn't in the right currency or there was some bullshit. I can't remember because life admin, not yeah. a strong point. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I couldn't pay him for the phone and he had, and he had to go to meet these other missionaries that were arriving to, where were we? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Costa Rica or something. Um, and, and, um, and, and, I was like, I'm so sorry if you need to go. And he was like, I feel like my mission from God right now is to help you. And that's when I knew I was like, my life's falling apart. (laughs) I've got this guy that's like, there's all these people I have to meet. But your fuck up of a life <laughs> yeah. is more important mm. to me to fix. There's a
0: photo of you on his free jury sponsor kit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <You
0: know? laughs> so like he takes insane. the goat off and he
2: puts you <laughs> on. Like, oh. uh, honestly, yeah, there are heaps of times, like, even still now, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. like, there's heaps of times like that. But I feel like. Um, I don't know. I feel like life and like success and happiness can be measured on so many different scales. You know mm. what I mean? So like from the outer, like there are so many people and we do it like, even when we know it's not the case, we mm-hmm. still see it like, Oh man, you're killing it. You know, like whether it's mm. from a, a, a work perspective, a, um, a, a, a relationship status, a, you know, a money perspective, whatever. Um, that we just, you know, society values things in a particular way, you know Mm. what I mean? And then you could be ticking all those boxes and be fucking miserable and there was a time in my life where I was. So I think I've always got that side where I'm like, Mm. I don't want to get back to this soulless kind of on this trajectory where you're not really conscious and thinking about stuff. You just kind of offered the next job with a bit more money so you move there and you kind of know this person and they know you so you stay in the relationship and you're relatively happy and you don't really know much difference. So I Mm. feel like... I feel in a lot of ways that is like, has been a real blessing because I know what the other side of that is, you know what I mean, having all of those like killing it gal, yas, but then mm. on the inside, I was like, what does this all mean? Mm. you know
0: Have you uh, watched the Taylor Swift documentary? I
2: have What'd you yeah, think? I watched it on the flight back actually. yeah, I liked it. Mm. There were some elements of it that I thought was like quite overproduced, mm-hmm. but I think overall is an awesome message, and I think I think it's also a um a bit of an insight into something that the general public will never really understand, and that is growing up in this circus of being somebody where people are watching their every move and mm-hmm. scrutinising somebody and, like, judging yeah. every – like, I don't think us three will ever really understand
0: – Speak for yourself. What yeah. a day to <laughs> You should see where we're headed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like, but growing up in that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? I was yeah. talking to mum about it because that – um. Who was it? I think they were talking about that. Corey, what was his name? Was that uh, 90s? Corey
1: Worthington? No, the guy that's just come out. <laughs> we're talking about famous people. So <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, that was sort of <laughs> Corey, <laughs> Corey, the guy that recently came out. Fessner
2: or whatever. He was talking about
1: the, uh, some, yeah, some the, kind of sexual assault yeah, yeah, five yeah, years ago. Okay,
2: and I was talking, I think it was mum, maybe. So Are
0: a, you well, quoting a current affair? Because I feel like when I was... Staying at my parents. She's calling
1: news.com. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. No, he was
2: 100% on a current affair. <laughs> You're on the money. You're this actually guy actually
1: fairly He came out and said, um, I'm going to say somebody yep. who's yep. been worse than Harvey. That's and right. And everybody in the world ah, is sure. going to know this person. Mm-hmm. He said
2: it's, uh, there were lots of child stars that were in these like child pedophile kind of sex rings, rings and I'm yeah. going to, but there were a lot of scrutiny around like, is he actually telling the truth and blah, blah, blah. So uh, you, do you know what his name is?
1: Corey, somebody, uh, he named Charlie Sheen as the person. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's.
2: Oh, anyway, so there are a lot of people going. Is it true? Is it not? But basically, I forgot. about. T- Corey f- I Fieldman. Forget. Yeah, Field Corey Jones. Fieldman.
1: He's on a bunch of shows that I that were earlier than our generation. Like
2: it was the Goonies and shit. He was yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But um. The boomers
1: got around it but so we will never a, yeah. but
2: we will never know what that's like i don't mm-hmm. think that's We're a different like, existence you c- you can kind of be like oh yeah i can write shit that would be a lot of pressure or, wow it would be weird not to be able to go to the supermarket wouldn't it but or like for people to like say, oh, wow, has she gained weight or has she lost weight, you know, and commenting on that. Like mm. there's part of us I think that can cognitively go, oh, that would suck mm-hmm. sometimes but like it would be pretty lit in others. But then I think the actuality of that, would ju- I just don't think we can ever really comprehend what that would be like and I think it gave a bit of a um, an insight into such a small – like half the documentary was about whether or not to put the tweet out. You know yeah, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. however many characters she's got to, you know, say a particular message and I'm not taking away from that because she has such an incredibly powerful voice and it was at a time in US politics that it was even more powerful than ever before, right? But I just I, – I came away from that and I was like what? the pressure mm. and and half of this documentary is about whether to press publish mm. on a tweet and that in itself, like she's – I think she's demonstrating how removed from society and reality she is because that is like a 12 to 18-month decision for her, you know, and it it really gave me an insight into um, how sick our society is in a lot of ways. (laughs) The the way that we're like we create that because we're all obsessed with particular people and we want to know the ins and outs and we all need to like – and I'm totally – I say that and I'm like I'm a sicko myself because I'm a part of it, you know, like – but it's a weird life. It's well, a weird it, existence.
1: You could say, like, with what's happening now, whether coronavirus is as bad as we think, it's spreading, but it's like it is our fault as a society oh God, that yeah. has just been frothing over Facebook and, like, yeah, it's gone all all viral. These stories. Yeah, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is why the, sh- the economy is going to fall apart.
2: Mum said to me last <laughs> night, she goes, F- I've lost 15 grand on my super. Ah, you know, because we up no because I was all like also like well, I mean, what You're is this? living off
1: a super? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, what does this really yeah, affect? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not flying to Italy anytime soon. I'm like, I might get a yeah. bit of a you know. And I had a mate that works on the infectious diseases what at the Alfred, and they were like. They're not taking away from the fact that this is incredibly serious Mm, and, you know, we should all be mindful and all this, so please don't, you know, think I'm sitting here, like, coughing over everybody for (laughs) lol's. But that she was also like, the only people that are dying from this are people that die from the influenza virus, you know. It's it's similar in the sense that it's the elderly, it's, you know, it's the vulnerable, you know, like, young children and, and babies and all that kind of stuff. So, like... I, I was also like, what is this actually affecting? Like, I'm not saying it's not, but then on a, a hard scale, for me personally, I'm mm. like, what's it affecting? And then, but, but then when mum was like, the arse has fallen out of my super, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, in real life, hard mm. terms, yeah. like that actually is pretty hackers.
1: Well, think about the flow on from events businesses. Mm. I was speaking to a friend yesterday that does speaking for mm. a living. <laughs> a big corporate company and half of the events until May have been cancelled. And so wow. Seves has lost two grand on his investments. Yeah. Uh share market. <laughs> have like you? think about just Cafe. Like it is it's the flow on that we don't know. And so mm. whether it's built off hype, like you can build a career out of hype and so not true. really have yeah. much on the other side, but it still means so you can you still say build a career. Is
0: building a career on hype is that-
1: <laughs> it is definitely in, in this high impact based on hype as well as, we just well as don't the disease. Know, I think
0: part of the problem is because we've hyped everything, <laughs> yeah. it's like the boy who cries cries wolf. Is that the thing? Yeah. Boy that cries the wolf. The boy who cried wolf cried wolf. Because yeah. the idea was that he said wolf a bunch of times. Too many times, times in a And the, the wolf wasn't and there. And then the wolf ate him, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Mm. It's a bit like that. Like where Who's, we, who's the boy?
2: I yeah, think let's break, let's, can yeah, we yeah, break yeah, this yeah, down no, for a moment. I think it's...
0: Like, so it's uh, social media, everything is like, okay, like in that whole fake news book, like all these different elements, everything is hyped, everything seems extreme, everything seems important. And so then when something potentially that is important comes along, we're like, oh, hang on, is this important or is this just another Mm. one of these other things? I'm still confused who the wolf is. Yeah, The the wolf is, no, that's a great quote. The wolf is the thing, like coronavirus is the wolf. Yes, yeah. I think, and the boy is social media. The boy is all of it. The
2: little boy is inside all of us. All right,
0: I wouldn't have said that, but yes. Um, what, I'll what, be on a current
2: affair <laughs> tomorrow. Night. What's your um?
0: What's, what's your, your five-year five f- strategy? No, to I was say. What's your, what's your relationship with social media, especially uh, after going away and ah. and, and documenting?
2: Oh, I'm addicted to it, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And as much as you know, you can work on yourself and be woke, and like go to Central America and think that you're some kind of you know spiritual leader, which a lot of people do. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of compass tattoos. I saw <laughs> compass tattoos in the
1: really thin tattoo.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is yeah. the only line. I, you know, it's always like line, like. Tattoos. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like yep. it's all like the line drawing and they're like, yep. Thin I was line. very lucky to get in. they like normally booked out for six years, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they <laughs> found this one spot.
2: That's right. It's kind of like goes in the same pocket of, yeah, people that drink cold drip coffee, I think, <laughs> and, you know, like telling people about podcasts that <laughs> <laughs> they need to listen to. There's every white person ever. Um, but I think that, I think, I don't know, there were moments where I was like, Needed to get off it, and mm. I and I recognised it. But I think there are other times. Or you I,
1: didn't, the guy who stole your phone did. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this be, and right because i ass. was
2: so bad with life admin and tech, mm. I didn't know my passwords to anything, mm. and I didn't have what's that one where you can, uh, oh find my iPhone. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Didn't yeah. have that activated. Didn't oh, have any no. of that shit. So like, <laughs> the person would have had access to all my shit. Oh, so you,
0: you had a, a passcode on it
2: though. Nah. Oh,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no you, you have
2: to have. You um, no, it was all zeros. And that, no, that's wouldn't like have My that. laptop password is Apple. <laughs> so I'm like super <laughs> secure. But, but it's a n-
0: Windows computer, so it's I confusing as <laughs> fun,
1: <you> know,
2: <laughs> This is really – I'm just going to jump. This is like a random digression. But yeah. I, I like just, that. I
0: did the coffee bit. If yeah, you guys hadn't that. berated me for five that. minutes, I was uncomfortable about mentioning Taylor Swift because I'm like, is it enough in oh, what she's talking naf, about? I don't
2: overthink that. Um, someone sent me an Insta DM. Um two days ago, something, with a screenshot and they said, Someone's pretending to be you on Tinder.
0: You're like, nah, love it. that's me. <laughs>
2: No. <laughs> Legit, somebody has t- taken like screenshots of my photos from mm-hmm. Instagram yeah. and then put them on Tinder and said they're 33 and their name's Cleo, mm. <laughs> and they live in I don't know where it was like Warren died or something. Oh really? Yeah. They're also like,
1: living uh, at their mum's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, do you think it's Do you think they're actually just pretending to be you and then trolling, catfishing, or they're I don't actually know. A, it's some kind of like trying to use your identity? Get it. Well, not, no, because they didn't Christy, use my yeah. name.
2: They didn't use my, but I was just like, "This is, it's just a weird world that we live in." You know mm. what I mean? Like that is just a foreign concept. Even a couple of years ago, that you would yeah. take screenshots of a real life person. Like, why do you would want to take screenshots yeah. of my phone and not like someone hotter Have you or ever like more famous? Fish? I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Well, the more
0: hotter thing, I think. It, makes sense because, like, you you want it to look realistic.
2: Oh, fuck, that's so <laughs> offensive. No, are you trying to? No, like, but if you're saying, the, like, that's if That's the girl next door line, you know, people are like, she's the girl next door. I'm like, she's a hot but still a bit ugly. Is that what you're saying? No,
0: but I think that they're, like, if all catfish uh, participants yeah. look like models, you wouldn't, like, the whole idea of a catfish is it's like, oh, that person's, like... This could be all right. I'm still <laughs> offended. <laughs> I'm still
2: offended. <laughs> I mean, how was your pe- yeah.
1: peyote experience?
2: Wait, incredible. So peyote, Well, oh, it's like mesolin, which is like part of a a, um, a cactus. And I think there are a lot of people that like, <laughs> the same people that wo- that quote Joe Rogan like more than twice in a single conversation, <laughs> which is also me. I think <laughs> I'm also also a white male like that's kind you're the kind you're of like UFC. kind of woke in my thirties. Yeah. yeah, actually I don't mind you to be honest. Um, so I feel like um, there are a lot of people that like ayahuasca is like a massive mm-hmm. buzzword and like. Um, and so it kind of should be like people looking into it, you know, for mm-hmm. beyond like mm-hmm. Joe Rogan talking about it because it's fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like anybody that's a tiny bit intrigued about the way the human brain works or, you know, DMT and like kind of like being curious into the way things kind of work, which I certainly am. So for years of kind of like going down the rabbit hole of like listening to different podcasts and reading articles and, and that kind of stuff because I'm like fascinating. Mm, but I was mm. also terrified because I was like, I think I have the kind of brain that I was like, I would not come It'd back from you that. Up. Yeah. It would
0: really get like I know myself. Did you shit your pants on that one?
1: I don't know, I yeah, it, it is.
2: I watched it on that Chelsea Handler did oh, a special. It, yeah, I remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and right. she's yeah, and vomiting for sure. Vomiting, but shitting themselves. They're oh, wow. they're um, what do you call it? They're the person that leads the ceremony. The shaman. The, <laughs> the shaman. The Shaman. Shares shadows out. And
1: so, um, so what happened? You because I rem- I watched your Instagram stories where you like. Yeah. Talking about, yeah,
2: yeah, so anyway, someone's described. So I wanted that kind of mind bending, opening, like heart cracking, open experience, but I was also. Terrified um, mm. of what I would see, I think, because I know that it, it unleashes uh, not just fantasies and scary things, but also like real, legitimate fears, which is why mm. I think people find it so terrifying, right? So, it's too, p- someone described the, the difference between peyote and ayahuasca to me, which was ayahuasca is kind of like this harsh, you need to fucking see this and it's in your face and it's this truth mm. and you need to accept it. Whereas, um, a bit like uh, uh, a current affair. <laughs> <laughs> Basically Tracy Grimshaw, um, like, yeah. Imagine
1: L- Tracy doing ayahuasca, all the shit that would come yeah, to her yeah. from all the yeah. stories she does. Seriously. I'd yeah. watch that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Tracy Grimshaw with uh, doing a hundred <laughs> <laughs> lines It's <laughs> she's like, all right. Um, but, then I, but then peyote is kind of like an arm around the shoulder where it's sure. like, hey, friend, like. Let's have a wander over here. Mm. I'm going to show you this thing, and it's the same thing, but uh, like, so you're going to see the truth, and there's some hard things you need to learn, but it's. Four corners?
0: I think they do. ABC. But it's basically
2: four corners after a few joints. We're like, (laughs) hey, bro, come over here. So um, I. I don't. Do you want like the logistics? So you yeah, sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was intrigued about. Okay, well, I know what it does to your brain, but like, what does it look like? How long am I sitting? Like, the, where do I pee? Like the mm-hmm. logistics of like. So anyway, I went to this yoga class and they said there's this ceremony here tomorrow, and I was like, I'm not going to seek it out if it comes to. I'm not going to get on Google or whatever because mm-hmm. I feel like that's where you end up in. That's where you end up in trouble in yeah, Central yeah. America, <laughs> looking for drugs on Google. Yeah.
1: And so what? And did your Facebook ex- Marketplace.
0: What had your experience been prior to this in regards to like? Trying different – have you tried a bunch of different stuff before? Nah,
2: Nah. not at all. Like I did mushrooms once and I cried and that was was basically it, (laughs) (laughs) really. I'm not a real drugs person, to be Mm -hmm. honest. And
1: If you identified with it, I'd be worried. If anyone was identifying – maybe if you just smoked a lot of pot, you'd – but then it becomes normally like it's not even But that, drugs, that, that right? even
2: me – like I'm not a mm-hmm. – pot doesn't – I just feel tired and I'm like that's mm. not fun for no, me. I'm a big <laughs>
1: drug guy. I'm
0: a, I love it. <laughs> 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 yeah, all of them. All the pills. All, all of them. All the, of all the, the uh, stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: to the point – I don't even know what drugs are. So I'd go mm-hmm. to a music festival and people are like do you want the – the D, the MDs. I'm like, no, give me one of the Ds. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so I was of the thinking that I was like, if it comes up and I'm curious enough, I'll ask questions and whatever. So I went to this yoga class. I said, I'm just going to talk fast so I can just get this over with cuz I'm bored of the logistics. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, go, go. <laughs> quick, go quick. Anyway, in this class, she's like we're having this ceremony and I was like sick. Um book so I booked myself in. Just I went there. Your pacing <laughs> how much how, much how much <laughs> if
0: not it slowed so, down.
2: How much <laughs> how did, you did you pay? That night? And it was I hope my mum doesn't listen to this, but it was like
0: 2500. 200?
2: Nah, what was it? I think it was two hundred US. It was pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. I was like but I was also like I just had this feeling where I was like, I'm gonna be worth it. it yeah. uh, oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be worth it.
1: It's gonna be worth it's it. it. It'll
2: be yeah. worth it.
1: Or the yoga teacher's a great salesperson.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's only three Telstra bills, you know, three months.
2: We went back there that night. You sit around. So it's the Wicholo people. They're these like um, uh, ancient tribe of Mexicans that wear these like really bright clothing and they um, wear these big hats with all these like colourful corks around them. It's kind of like a, a trippy crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. but, um, there's this big circle of about say like it was probably about 50 people. It was the wow. first moon of the entire decade, of the, ce- of the century, the decade, whatever. <laughs> it was the decade. decade. The first new moon decade. of uh, January. So I was like, this feels like a really good time to kind of, I wanted <laughs> one of those. Because I was also soul-seeking where I was yeah, like, sure. where what am I doing and where am I going? And, you know, not that I'm fine, I'm seeking answers to things here, mm. but I'm intrigued. Sure. Like a person that reads star signs that doesn't, you know, like isn't reading too much into Do you him. have
0: co-star on your phone?
2: What's that? Uh, Matt, she's struggling
1: to pay a bill. Many going to have a co-star. Yeah, a co-star, it's free. Yeah. Right, you know, just it will just give some you dumb star
2: signer. Screenshot, anyway. Screenshot the Aquarius every month in the gym. I'd yeah, be yeah. appreciated. But anyway, there's this big... Uh, other uh, circle, 50 people. circle of hippies sitting around. There's this massive fire in the middle, right? Um, and then they kind of explain to you that wh- they you sit from seven thirty at night right through until midday the next day. So you're, they ask you not to sleep because you won't get the full effect of the um, the plant medicine. Because I was calling it a drug, for, and people mm-hmm. are like, "No, no." They corrected me. They're like, "It's not a drug. It's mm-hmm. a medicine. It's a plant medicine," um, s- uh, which was used by these people, you know, for centuries mm-hmm. to awaken their um, consciousness. And open their third eye and have these crazy experiences that they then put into their art. Is the third eye their bum?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Were you worried about your back sitting up for that long? Um, no. It's, a, it's on, a long time. On. I'd be like, fucking, like, is Josh, okay. It's like, my bag's fucking killing I me. I weirdly
2: took my laptop there, like, and I was, <laughs> I, I didn't trust to leave it in the hostel. So there was one point I was tripping balls leaning back on the bag with my laptop in it, and I kind of came to it, and yeah. I was like, shit, the most expensive item yeah. I own is and so about to be crushed. How did you
1: have it? They, I mean, it's, it's a in cactus form, it, and they, yeah. they cook it or something. It's
2: in a drink. So um, it's disgusting. It makes, you like want a dry reach, but you. So anyway, they, they sing these like songs, these we or no like this. So and they have this shaker, and like it. It, it's kind of you keep having these, uh, these moments where you go out of your your body, you know, into real life mind where your mind's talking, and I'm like, this is. Fucking weird. Yeah. Like, are, are you sharing
0: things. a jug? Like, is everyone using the same cup to drink out of? I've got
2: coronavirus. <laughs> that's what you are asking.
0: So is it like it's, a shit? Like I can imagine, a like a tribal thing. Yeah, like. it
2: is. It's like this. So they like spoon it into, oh, and you understand. have a cup. So anyway, you're praying to Abuelo, which in Spanish means fire, or Godfather fire. You're only allowed to walk around the the fire one way, and you're going to the fire, and people are making sacrifices and offerings. So you go I'm in, have in and laptop. you <laughs> want <laughs> <laughs> oh, a I was <laughs> Holding on to that pretty tight. Uh, I, um, you th- you give one thing to the fire that you want to let go of and then you ask for one thing. And for me, I was like, I want to let go of fear and I want to bring in trust. So um, you go around, you, you have your cup, which is like really thick. It's almost like this green powder. It's kind of like, like matcha. Yeah, it actually Spirulina. is really similar, the texture. Okay. Yeah, and great. so you're kind of like gulping it down and it's horrific and the um it makes some people vomit. A chick was vomiting. And are you
0: looking around at the people? Like yeah. what sort of what was the crowd like?
2: Oh, hippie ass. Yeah. Like really hippie. Like here I am in my Lorna Janes and people <laughs> are just like in tie dye, etc. I definitely didn't fit in from a visual mm. perspective. Um any but, any hostel banter, where you're from, how long you've been traveling? Yeah, there's a bit of that in the beginning yeah. actually. Like people are laying out their crystals and you know, bit, at that point a
1: nervous tick for Travellers, it's like, the, where have you been? What have you been yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was scared as shit when I yeah. sat down. I was like, I don't think I've really thought much about it because I booked it that day and as someone I'd spoke to on the way there, they said, have you read up about it? Do you know what it really does? Do you know what it is? And I said, no, I actually <laughs> have. I've not read a single thing about it, but I kind of liked that because I was like, I'm going to terrify myself yeah. or go in with the preconceived idea about. I think that's also a fear that uh, uh, like a uh, – a hole that we get ourselves in, I'm going to go on this trip and find myself or I'm going to go and take this plant medicine Mm. and realise what my true calling is in life. I was like, I just want to go in open.
0: Yeah. Just (laughs) imagine you're on your laptop on radio today as you're just like, (laughs) just high. That's that's fun. Why radio
1: today? I'm not on radio.
0: I I love this idea that like, yeah, the, the trauma element of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reading the comments. Yeah.
2: Just like. I want to open up my third eye and then like, yeah. Um, I was going to make an ass joke, but I probably, I probably won't because that's a bit dark. And so you,
1: you drink it. How, how quick does it hit you? How but quick do you feel different?
2: I was sitting around and I felt almost like that first time you drink alcohol. You're like, I feel different. Oh, guys, mm-hmm. I, am I feeling this? No, I'm not feeling it. I'm, am I convincing myself that I'm feeling it or do, am I actually yeah. tripping? And I actually think, feel like I was feeling nothing and it can take a couple of goes and I actually had three cups which is afterwards I spoke to one of the girls and they said oh my god I, it was really strong and I said oh how much did you have they she said I couldn't even finish the first cup <laughs> and, and she was I, feeling it, yeah. I had three which Um, you you keep getting up and if you they kind of are like not ring the bell but it's kind of like Mm. time to stand up say and in between you're kind of like lying there kind of tripping you're in and out of consciousness and um, I stood up and I was like I still feel like I want more and after the second cup I still was like coming in and out of like a thinking mind where Mm. I was just like uh, commenting on things where I was like maybe so I had a third cup sat there and Long story short, the the voice that I kept hearing was my grandpa. Um, His name was Alan. We used to call him Poppy Alan. Um, He died when my mum was 14, so I never actually met him. Um, And I don't know how, and I've spoken to people that are quite cynical about, you know, like family members and shit. They're like, well, how do you know it's him? How do you know his voice sounds like? Or did Mm. you see him? And I was just like, I just... I'm so sure that I don't even need to explain it to a point where it convinces you. Like mm-hmm. I know it was – and so the voice that I kept hearing and of that letting go of fear and bringing in trust, it was like this really gentle, soft, masculine kind of safe presence that I, he was laughing and mm-hmm. and he was just like, you've just got them around the wrong way. Mm-hmm. He's like, you've got to trust the fear. And I was like, oh, okay, I get – you know, and I was – scrolling down notes when I was tripping balls. Cause it was also, it was, it was scary. I was scared. Cause I was on my, I was on my own. I, I kept coming out thinking the person next to me was a guy that I'd been dating. Um, so I, I felt, cause he was like kind of looking after me. He was, he kept like, patting me on the shoulder and being like, are you, are you good? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I kept coming in and out and thinking it was him and then realizing that it wasn't. And the fact that I was alone, I think was also maybe a fear of mine. It, so it was really scary, but I think um, I think that was such an insight and such a like a big takeaway for me that I um that I yeah it's so simple that you can go to somebody oh you could read that in a quote book anywhere like yeah. trust the fear great I've probably heard that a million times in a podcast I've probably you know read that in some kind of Oprah quote or you know by Gabby Bernstein brilliant like did I really need to go through that process to have that instilled in me but I think I did mm-hmm. I, and I think everybody. Goes through things in their own way to learn things when they need to, how they need to, and it felt, it felt like um, I don't know, it felt like something that, like it stuck. I can't go back from unseeing or hearing that.
0: Do you want to travel more, or are you in the state of wanting to like set up routes?
2: Nah, I want to. I want to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've. I. I feel really called to go to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, I'll probably do that. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can get um, two years, can't you? I was going to say cheap. Yeah, can. As well. yeah. you just turned 30, can't you? Do it yeah, you while, can. as you're 30. Can't you're get two years. 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get two years into.
2: I feel often like I've lived my youth in reverse. I feel like I had my, you know, proverbial shit a lot more figured out at 24 than I do at, you mm. know, like 30, like you know, from. Um, I don't think internally and spiritually knowing myself and all that kind of stuff, because um, I think in a lot of ways I'm more in tune and in touch with you know like what lights me up and why I'm actually mm. supposed to be here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I do feel like I do feel the pressure. Like, and all my mates are turning thirty, and um, you know, going to their birthdays and things. I do feel a bit out of it. I do feel everybody um and in melbourne because we this is home we grew up here so a lot of my mates in sydney are kind of like you know, not taking shit from guys and not settling for people that they don't kind of know they deserve and kind of really working on themselves and focusing on their career. So that, you know, like I was saying before, that didn't – that just felt like my normality. But then coming mm. back to Melbourne um, and being in that like marriage, baby, mortgage chat, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't really I, – I know I want all of this so I almost feel like I've got the corner puzzle piece but I don't feel like timing-wise I'm not done. Like I don't yeah. feel – and because I know I want all of this and to settle here, home, where I grew up with my family, and I had that mm. that really big realisation overseas, I, um, I feel like I almost owe it to myself to be like, okay, well, that bit's sorted. So you're never going to be um, as free or have the ability to go and do this little bit before that part, mm. you know what I mean? If I don't have all of those things tying me down, if you're not going to go now, when?
0: Do you feel like you are starting to like evangelise or do you like when you see – your mate's doing this and you've seen the other option, do you catch yourself like giving advice?
2: No, because I'm not one of the – nah. Uh-huh. I'm not one of those people that like, goes to Bali and comes back and gives people spiritual advice yeah. on like how to find their zen and shit. Uh-huh. But I think um, – So what
0: happens when you're in those situations where you're hearing people talking about mortgages and all that sort of shit and you're like, fuck, you guys – have have got this the wrong nah, way, or like thinking, nah. like you don't even think about I, it. No,
2: I don't think people. I don't think they've got it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I honestly think one of my um my biggest peeves in life are people that speak from a piece a, a place of experience mm-hmm. when they don't yeah. have experience. Mm-hmm. And I think with the power of social media, it's a it's a rocky ground. You have to have the ability to discern. When to listen to somebody telling you how to fix your life via, a, you know, a, a subscription that's going to cost you X amount, you know, like, or, or this diet plan when you're not a, a nutrition, but you know, I've got a six pack and, and hot pics on Instagram. So like follow me and, and, mm. and, and adhere to this and download my app. I just think I really have really realized about myself. I am a very curious person. I ask que- a lot of questions, and I will never ever be in a place. It's what I said about the underdog thing. I'll never be in a place in my life where I think I've figured something out, or I can I can speak from a place of knowing. Because I just even when giving advice, you know, like I don't even really give people advice. I'm more, I I think it's really important to ask questions. Like, oh, how did that make you feel? Or do you reckon maybe like this could be an interesting take? Like my place, and I always realise that even in 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 radio, or like you know, when you're on air, you know, it's all about like what's your character trait, or mm-hmm. you know, what kind of person are you? I was always the not the dumbass, but I was always like the ah, oh, like you know, uh, and got kind of playing that because it is a very yeah, right. big part of my personality. So I feel like. On air, those character traits are amplified, whatever they mm. may be. And for me, it was always that sense of curiosity and asking questions. And and I, I – um, Well,
1: it makes sense to be in society with an understanding of who you are. But then that is also a contributing problem, right? Mm. Identifying with who you are because then it's just – It's multiple like, truths. You're anchoring it into like this – this version of a person like what you're saying yeah, right? like yeah. radio does it very well like mm-hmm. any kind of presenting or acting or any yeah, of these yeah, are yeah. like you need to sort of like understand your core traits and then sort of mm, amplify mm, all mm. Of that stuff and so but there is a there is a version where you it's it's productive to have some element of understanding of it but not it being yeah, who yeah. you are and just like not nah, well that's the guy I am or the girl I am you know
2: yeah and i'm not saying that i'm I play down mm-hmm. what I I think there've certainly been times I have to fit in with whatever you know needed to kind of work Is because that playing
0: down yeah, where were you going with that? Playing down like your, strength, your strengths yeah, or your strings. Yeah, I think so. Or
2: sometimes like pre- maybe pretending not to know the answer, mm-hmm. so I can ask the question. You know what sure. I mean? Like, mm. I'm not talking about in in real life or in relationships or things like that, but like on air, for instance, mm. I'd be like, "Well, oh, I kind of, I kind of know the answer, but yeah, this yeah. is going to be interesting because there will be other people that don't know." So, and well, it's empathy
0: for the audience. Well, that's right. well,
2: yeah. but also, I don't. I always just look at. Um, I mean, look at Oprah. Like mm-hmm. there would be so many um, – like how many – she would have had thousands upon thousands of conversations with them, with the brightest minds, the most spiritually aware. Like that bitch would have soaken up a lot in her time, yeah. you know what I mean? And you <laughs> listen to the way that she still crafts her interviews yeah. and she comes from a place of you're the expert, mm. tell me. Mm. And there are questions that she asks that I'm like – she probably kind of knows the answer slash would totally know the answer. Mm. But there's always more shit to learn. And so I, I think I will never, and for, in a personal perspective, in my friendships, relationships and, uh, and family, I don't, I will never be that person that's like, well, what you really need to do is be more conscious of the way you. I'm like, fuck that. Mm. I actually, yeah, I'm just not about that. I, and I actually find it quite – um. I think it's offen- almost offensive and small-minded when people mm. do. Did you find
0: that, like, I can imagine going through a big life transition like you had gone through, those people come out? Like did you oh, Like, man, everyone's yeah. got, like, their... Everyone puts is,
2: their two cents in, this is what you need to do. I, <laughs> uh, which is, is that
0: part of, like, realising, just being like, oh, this person's a fucking dirt... Like, the people who are, like, think that they have it all together, the people yeah. who are throwing out advice normally... Are the ones to be worried about, like because they're they're not open minded. I think
2: yes and no, because I, I truly think that there's stuff to learn from everything. So yeah. even when you t- completely disagree from somebody's perspective or their piece of advice, there is still something to learn from that. Which is, you know, like discerning why they're giving that mm. that piece of feedback, because you know then it teaches you a little bit more about that that person or that personality or they're coming from a place of fear, you know, and although they are trying to help, um, there's uh, there's something that you can learn about them being worried about you. So mm. that that in itself is something to learn, even if the the advice or the feedback itself, you're taking zero, mm. you know, the way that they tell you or, you know, the body language in which they're telling you, you're like, oh shit, you know, I need to assure this person that I'm okay. That in itself is a brilliant, like, that is a stunning thing to learn. So no, nah, I'm never someone to, to bat you know advice or feedback or or stuff away i, th- I genuinely am like and i and i i think the best people in life are mm. those people that are like give it all to me and then it's up to me to take the bits and pieces that i mm. kind of want to take and and piece it together and, and i think that's your job truly as a human to like piece it together and discern you know, what parts you take, what parts you leave, because I think that builds you to be the person that you are.
1: Well, anyone giving advice is using their own experience. That's right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's where you prefer, you can preface, this is what I did. It's Mm -hmm. probably not necessarily how you need to do it with questions as well. So it's like my experience plus some questions is a good way to sort of find some answers internally.
0: You were an early adopter when it comes to podcasting with the Thinker Girls. When you look at, where things are with podcasting Mm. now, uh, how do you reconcile it all? Like from that unique Mm. perspective that you're in, where do you see the whole space?
2: How good's our timing? Like we just started a podcast (laughs) nine years ago and everyone's like, what's a podcast? Like what does that mean? And then the minute everybody's like, podcasts (laughs) are lit, we're like, yeah, we gonna don't do one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we checked out, guys. So part of me is like, yeah, good timing, you dickheads. But also <laughs> um, even on the way here, um, mum's like, I said, oh, I'm going to go do this podcast. Yeah. These, and she said, oh. These, <laughs> these <two>, who? <what? laughs> no, no. These fucking idiots. Uh, no, no. And still she goes, what's that again? <laughs> I,
1: s- I swear to God.
2: I swear. Oh, yeah. She's like, wait, 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 wait. Because there was this line I always used to tell her. I'm like it's a radio show you can listen to when you like. And she goes, wait, wait, wait. I know it's a radio show I can listen to when I like, but how do I do it again? (laughs) I was just like, have I taught you nothing? Um, How do I reconcile it all? Um, I do really, I really believe in, uh, through a bit of self-searching, I do believe in... um, creativity and storytelling coming through in different ways. You know what I mm. mean? So I think um, for, a really, for a really long time, that was such a big part of our lives, you know, and if you were to listen from episode one right through to – I don't even know, buddy, what episode we, we got up to. Yeah, it
0: was a lot. lot. I was a lot. Ninety-seven will tell you.
2: Uh, but, yeah, I-
0: you were doing it um, even like when you were regional – yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you and Stacey were doing it remote. Yeah, we were.
2: And we did one like one every week for mm-hmm. probably over the course of, oh, it would have been almost like eight years or like. I started when I was, we started, mm. I was like 21, I think, and I'm 30 now, so it was a long time, 22 maybe. Was it
0: always that I, I got the vibe that it was at its core a mechanism to get the radio show
2: and no, or no was it
0: was it not seen that it was way?
2: the complete opposite. It but was like
0: what you said happened. <laughs> well, because well, yeah, because I want because I remember thinking like this is going to be its own thing nah. with its own living breathing nah. thing. but the um, but I guess where it went with the radio stuff and I think there was like you guys were doing like pitch like always yeah, pitching yeah. and yeah, doing yeah, yeah. stuff like that.
2: it was all it began from like, early stage was this, this acceptance that we will never be able to have a radio show that talks about the shit that we want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was quite the opposite. And and it was like the, in a way, like an anti-radio show. Yeah. So you'd have all yeah. of these like cool thoughts and conversations. And you're like, well, this is never going to fly on like mm-hmm. Aubrey <laughs> radio. Like, so. Um, Which
1: makes sense. How often in life does, when you're focusing on something else, the thing happens? Like, mm-hmm. You're not wanting the radio show, but That's right. the radio show comes from but it's, you. That's, it, right. Then That's a, right.
0: So then what needed to change in your mind to then say, you know what, this national radio gig, we could make this work. Did they say, look, you can talk about what you want?
2: It Literally it was like all the things that you thought you couldn't do on mm-hmm. the radio, we want all of those things mm-hmm. on radio. So it was the fucking big dream come true because it was like mm. not only, it was like the best of both worlds because not only is there a radio show and when you're like that, that's a, a dream job, but not only have you got that, you can do the kind of content that you want. So if you've heard, our rule was like, if you've heard it on a show before, we won't touch it.
0: Yeah. and No and pineapple on pizza mm. type of type mm. of deal.
2: Oh, we that's, did that. No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a bit original. of commercialism in there, bro. Nah. Yeah. Um, are you scruncher or are you fold up? Like, <laughs> yeah, I genuinely, that's very topical. Yeah. Right now. No, it actually is, though, isn't Have it? Have you got
1: enough toilet paper at home?
2: I live at my mum's <laughs> house. Do so you in bulk? Said, so, yeah.
1: Imagine, imagine toilet roll. You know, like uni, you see, like at frat place. You see a house yeah. covered oh, in toilet okay, paper. Oh, okay, yeah, she's sure. yeah. doing that now. Yeah, that's
0: expensive.
2: It's oh, yeah, expensive. here's a thought: steal it from restaurants. Oh, mate. So I stayed in an
0: Airbnb where there was a bunch over the weekend. And it did you did take you know, it? Nah, I was like, you know what? They I made a joke. I I made a you made know what?
2: Joke. I'll wash my ass in the shower, you <laughs> thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Why shit in the shower? Why not just rinse, you know? <laughs> do you honestly? I do not shit in the shower. I did a way, whole, no. we did a whole podcast no, no, episode no, yeah. on that once It's called one a waffle p- stomp.
2: No, someone... <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that's a stompy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But surely oh that's going somewhere in the drain, especially if you're a girl with long hair like yeah, me. Yeah. You know how hair gets caught in the drain? There'd be shit particles yeah. you clean out the drain from you your hair? Not under the drain. How, no. do you, how do you get in there?
1: I mean, it's the, usually hard? the next tenant. I've had to clean out a fucking drain just based on her, a woman's hair, like that's long, just furball.
2: Disgusting. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, and you don't want it. Like if you were a shit in the shower type of person.
2: I mean, is that is that a real? You're constantly in fear of like,
0: oh, geez, the um, the sink. or oh, what is it called? What's the the what? basin? Yeah. No, no, There's no. The plug. The, the, the plug. Hole, yeah. Like it's um, if it was getting all
1: <laughs> if it's water if water's pooling up in your sink, mm. you usually could a hundred a high chance that something's clogging. Oh, it. The drain. That's the word. The I'm trying. Like, yeah. So the
0: thing is, if it get, if the drain gets clogged up, and you're a shower shitter. Straight away, you're like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, let's all meet. Yet to meet a me
1: self-identifying shower shitter. I'm sure that. it's I'm a sure. Thing. I'm sure there is. No, nah, there of totally like, would be. Um, what you were talking about though is like not being not being married to the medium, right? And so podcast.
2: Thing. Oh, yeah, but that took me a little while to figure out because literally I got my first radio job when I was 20 and then at 28 kind of came out of that bubble, uh, you know, up for air going, well, like, what kind of life skills do I have firstly? Yeah. Can spin a good yarn. That's about <laughs> it. Where's that going to get you, Christy? Mm. <laughs> and then um, was I also uh, realised that because I think it's such a demanding kind of – medium, and I, I, this shouldn't just be contained to radio because I feel like sometimes you listen to radio, you know, people talk about, in, you know, they think they're the only people in the world where the, where these rules mm-hmm. apply to. I think if you've been in any kind of industry for, you know, say the better part of a decade from 20 to almost 30. Yeah, agency, yeah, PR. Yeah, yeah whatever. People, yeah. Whatever it is, you come out of that field and you and you kind of go, oh, shit. Okay, well, what can I do? What do I do? And I think there was this beautiful realisation for me where I was like, it's not just about being on the radio. It's about using my voice to tell stories and that can be through writing, that can be through creating content for other people, that can be through singing. And for me, returning to singing was something that I – have really enjoyed because I think I told myself for, yeah, for that entire time that I worked in radio that I was like too busy to do it. And it was that fear thing that I was like, mm. I'll, ne- I, you know, I'll get around to it at some point. And you just kind of get job after job after j- j- and you, you genuinely have no time for it. Mm. So I was able to sit in the fear of, um, is using that as a bit of a, a facade and and I think in this society that demands, well, who are you and what do you do? Or can you sum it up in a neat little bow for us and chuck it on your Instagram bio? I really struggled with that for a while because I'm like, well, I can't put radio presenter, I can't put TV, per- I can't put writer because I am none of all those things completely but I am kind of all of them a- and I think I really struggled with that Oh, you know what I realised in dating, in, like when I first yeah. became single, people, what do you do? It's like a, you know, genuine, like an obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. obvious first question. <laughs> and and there were some times I'd be like, oh, um, I don't actually know. And people are just so unsettled by it because it's like, what do you do? And even if you are open and woke and whatever, and even the most these, I, I myself, I'm, you, you're still guilty of it. Some, you know, you'll meet, uh, you know, one person. And they could give you three different answers. Mm. I'm a garbo. I'm a lawyer, or I'm a, um, I'm on the dole, or whatever. And and naturally, you have this unconscious bias towards what they say. Okay, sick. Yep. So I'm going to relate to you in this way. So I'm going to pop you in this box because mm. okay, here's my gear about how you know I can relate to you and yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. But and, garbos and get paid a shitload. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So well, I'll whatever date. it is, like your society, your societal mm-hmm. standing yeah. is defined so much these days. Um, on what you do for a job because, mm. and I realised not being able to answer when I had previously my entire life been able to answer, oh, what do you do? Oh, work in radio. Oh, cool, wow, that's, you know, and and I wasn't able to wow or impress people anymore and it made me think like, well, who am I out of the constructs of that job? Who, who am I? Mm. And, and and what are my skills and, and what else can I offer?
0: So you started a um – a YouTube channel, is it Meditations and Margaritas? Yeah. Yeah. And was there a bit of that where it's like, this brand or doing this thing gives me a purpose to go over and like, do you eventually get comfortable with like, oh, I actually don't have to fucking be turning this into a job?
2: I think I'm not the kind of person – I'm sure you guys would be the same. Like it's fun to sit on the beach and sip cocktails for like mm-hmm. what, two weeks, three weeks maybe and mm-hmm. then I'm like my brain's turning to mush. Yeah. You know, like I need – I think that's the kind of person that I am, that that element of like um, seeing things and being like that's a great story mm. or like oh my God, you know, you meet this person that's over 100 and you just like the life lessons that they would have – that needs to go somewhere, even if it's like on my, on an Instagram post that I write myself, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think, um, I think I get bored really easily, which is like a real blessing. And it's a real curse as well because um, yeah, my dad, my dad was like, you need to pull your finger out. Like, what are you doing? Just just Mm. focus on one thing and stick to it. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. But like. um, So what is it? What, how do you
1: reconcile that now? Like what. Because there's a bit of that that's like, yeah, fair enough, but then it's yeah, you're going through a transition period of working some stuff out I what think, matters to you.
2: I think for me, and that's actually why I went away, I think, because I was just like in Sydney and I was like singing a bit and I was like had started working on a podcast with a, another guy and I was like, but I just felt like I was doing it to do it yeah, <laughs> and because yeah. it's kind of what I knew how to do do and in a lot of ways I missed it I miss like not not just radio but I missed like um telling stories and like servicing that part of that creative part of your brain you know that um uh I, I don't know, you used to connect to people and, mm. you know, whatever. And also I think work through your shit <laughs> in, yeah, in yeah. some ways. It's cathartic. It is. It really is. So I think um, I had so many different meetings and I was like – am I? Go-? and at one point I was like I'm going to write a musical and then I was like I'm going to write a TV show and then I was like I- I'm going to write a book and then I was like oh, I'm going to write an album and I'm just <laughs> like just pick one, bro. And I realised that like I couldn't do just one of those mm-hmm. and be – um, fulfilled. Like I couldn't put my heart and my soul into spending the next eighteen months living and breathing a musical that I'm writing, putting my blood, sweat, and tears into, and and going back to what we we're talking about before the the um, you know the what do we have to show for it at the end, yeah. and and being okay because I think this is a true sign of whether you really want to do something or not. It's like, would you do this podcast if at the end of it you don't have a radio show? Would you do this job if at the end of it you're not famous and rich? Would you write this musical if at the end of it you kind of did a few little theatres and that was it? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not passionate enough. And I I was scared for a while because I was like, maybe I'm not passionate enough about anything (laughs) to do it. Like I'm equally passionate about all of these things but not passionate enough about one just to do it and not have a um, an outcome. Mm. So I was like worried. <laughs> I was worried about myself because I was like, well, what does that mean? Like what do I – where do I put my energy?
1: The thing uh, that you f- – so if you work out something that you are willing to do with no guarantee about the result, it's going to be a painful thing. Like yeah, it just makes sense that that equation equals – Whole bunch of pain and uncertainty that you have to wait. That's through. right. And so, th- but then there's a the high chance of it not working because there's no, yeah. there's no promise.
2: And that's what the podcast Think Yours was yeah. like, there was never any promise of anything, mm-hmm. you know? It was kind of, it was that, it was almost like the anti promise where it was like, well, fuck you, we're going to go do this over here and then became something. So yeah. I think, um, I think in a way, so much of a part of my life that, um, there was a passion project that was service where it didn't need to be or do or perform or, or be anything. Mm. And then when it did, I was a bit lost after that. Mm. I was like, well, to reconcile, I was like, well, where where am I putting? Because I am a, a hard worker and a hustler, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mm. necessarily need to be. Um, doesn't need to be an amazing commercial success but it, it certainly needs to be a success in my heart where it lights me up and makes me feel fulfilled and gives me purpose and I had all these meetings with different people and different collabs and nothing really just felt right so I was like and that's when Soph and I were talking about she was going overseas anyway and she's a producer and we worked together she produced um our show actually um she was uh, a radio producer at Kyle Jackio and a, um, was a producer on Survivor and, and had so sort of telly and whatever background and but we we're also in a really similar life space where we're like, YOLO, you know, let's go and figure some things out. So I did, um went over and and did that just for funsies, really. Like there mm. was no pressure on it. And there's clearly not because we've got about 18,000 videos that we <laughs> never fucking um, edited because we were like, it's more fun to like meet people and go to beach parties, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is kind of what yeah. we ended up doing,
1: to be honest. And then, we then been trying to get smart, right, trying to, Hack finding the thing yeah. that we can then do with no promise at the yeah. end. It's like yeah, but then half of the thing like this podcast, right? We've had heaps of cracks at different shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd be down a different path, yeah. and it's like married to the medium, video being the vi- you know, and then you find consistency, yeah. which is like hyper rewarding within the story. You know, it's all it's all those things, right? Yeah. Storytelling. But it's different to what I thought,
2: probably. Yeah. There's this card that, um, in these angel, you know, guidance cards that, um, I, I don't know. I'm not that much of a hippie, but oh, maybe I am actually. You if shuffle. You, do you own them? Yeah, I do. Hippie, yeah, hippie, You, you know. shuffle them, hippie. and I'm as I'm holding my crystals and shit that I got blessed at that <laughs> ceremony, and I'm also wearing nothing but feathers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there naked in my feathers. No. Yeah. Um, I, there's this card, and um, one of the I can't remember what it is, but they have different meanings, whatever. And um, one of them is, it's your life's work to figure out. I'm gonna hype like. Uh, what do you call it, paraphrase this, something about like it's your life's mission to figure out what makes you tick and what lights you up, but it is not life's responsibility to turn that into a job, Mm -hmm. into a nine to five, you know, like because we're all so looking around and, and so have this idea that they're both married to each other, you know what I mean, where it's like you're job has to be your passion and your yeah. passion is your job or and
0: hobbies I, are side hustle That's and, right yeah.
2: and 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 I think there are so many musos that I know that that were full-time musos that just said I quit music completely because it totally took any bit of joy or love mm, mm. out of it because I had to then make it a career I had to do gigs that I didn't want to do my musical integrity was compromised um, and it took the love out of it for me so uh, that's something I do in a band in once a month on a saturday and we all have a a fun jam together, but essentially coming back from that trip, I've realised that I want to be doing music. So I'm writing, yeah, and collabing with a few different people at the moment. Um, And I'm not saying that's the one and only thing I'll ever do, but I feel like that's where my heart is at the moment. Like,
0: yeah. Is there any learnings from being on, like doing podcasting and being so honest, Mm -hmm. like opening up about uh, things that you might not even talk to mates about in just sort of everyday conversation or, you know, everyday Mm. conversation, looking back, how do you sort of see that? Yeah,
2: I think at its core that was a – I think – and that goes back to what we are talking about when the podcast started. We didn't think anybody was going to listen to it. (laughs) So it made it, you know, like it made it easier to like be really open and honest and, you know, talk about really challenging relationships with a best friend if you are 99% sure the best friend will never hear it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's another thing to be able to navigate that conversation knowing full and well they probably will or if it's a conversation with your best friend, you know. Um, so I think in a way that kind of built up a bit of a muscle. It made it this safe space knowing that <laughs> no person's going to ever listen to this. And then when it kind of became bigger and more people did start listening, you, I, I think I had the courage and the um, – Bravery and and the and, the, and, the, and the, that it was it was a muscle that you mm-hmm. kind of are strengthening consistently over. So let's say people start listening after a couple of years, well, you're just like an open book anyway. So mm-hmm. you don't. It doesn't really matter whether people are listening or if they not. But I think if, if you were to just be handed a, a show where there are thousands of people listening yeah, to it yeah. and it was like, all right, guys, let's talk about your deepest, darkest secrets, mm. and uh, you know, something that nobody knows about you, there's no mm. way. Yeah, there's not, no way you it's would. It's not
1: genuine, right? Mm.
2: No. So I think um, a learning, uh, in itself I think it was a learning of how to um, vocalise and be open about deep, dark things inside of you that you think nobody else harbours and you might feel like a weirdo to say out loud and you might, you know, get in trouble talking about the person that eventually hears this. But there was this real um, a sense of responsibility to consistently be authentic and honest even when it hurt mm-hmm. and it wasn't comfortable and even if you didn't really sometimes I didn't really want to. But I was like this is what we do, and this is what I do, and this is who I am. It's kind of part of my DNA to kind of share all of the parts, not just the shiny ones, so Mm. let's hop to it.
0: And so when you finished that, did you feel that missing from your life, like having that sort of structured conversation of, honesty and openness?
2: I certainly miss the structure of just in general, just in life. But um, oh, you should see the schedules I would make for myself. I'd be like... 7 a.m. wake up 7 to 7:15 breakfast (laughs) because I was like I need to give myself you know like Mm -hmm. that was really important. What was after? 15 minute poo. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say sit there 15 or 20
0: shower slash shit.
1: (laughs) How devastating is it
2: when you shower? Before oh, the yeah, shit. No, it never happens. You? No,
1: I, I Are you joking, Dean? Because sometimes no, you can't help it
0: can't be allowed. No, no, no. Never allowed. I
2: allow hate it that. It's when yeah. you get the urge yeah. and you're in the shower. Sometimes I'm like, do I jump out wet? Done do I it, then jump back Done in. in. <laughs> 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 you just feel it's, so unclean. It's,
0: yeah. It's revolting. Yeah, well, you're on Cold note, on the toilet. Just, in know. Yeah. Why is the toilet so wet? There's water everywhere. Um, on that note, uh, Christy Mercer, thanks for coming yeah, on Yeah, I've got to check this
2: guy. i got a poo schedule. So <laughs> <laughs> if we you wouldn't mind, fellas. Yeah, do.
0: Yeah, we're aligned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you might be in London sometime soon. That's That's... That could be happening
2: anyway. I'll just, I oh, don't have a podcast anymore, so I'll just put like real long winded posts on my Instagram and share. Oh, yeah, <laughs> great, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's working really well for my um dating scene. Oh, really? A guy I went out with the other day was like, You share a lot on Instagram, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, this is going nowhere, isn't
0: it? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's an early talk show. Uh, it's it's closed. The Gronks, the VIP yeah. Gronk thing, the stickers, you can't get stickers anymore. You'll be getting your stickers soon though. Sent on Monday. Yeah, but if you uh if you go to the dailytalkshowcom forward slash Gronks, you can still sign up and we're doing a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. What are we doing,
1: Sevs? What sort of things? Outside again the stickers. So you missed out on that. Yeah. They will open again, but what else? Oh, well, you're you're gonna be able to come in. We've got a couch here that you can mm-hmm. come uh and uh join us. We had Wayne for Fat Fridays come uh-huh. and join us. Right. So um, Christy, you can catch the couch to
2: stay you, on. It. <laughs> yes. It's up for you, mate. It doesn't it's have a fold out. Yeah.
0: A, yeah. No, I'll yeah. take
2: it. <laughs> great. If I have a blue with my mum, you'll, you'll find <laughs> me knocking yeah. on the door.
0: <laughs> you also you also will will put out our um, video of us doing edibles. So, yeah, it's oh, yeah, just that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. more oh, yeah, stuff great. to come. Perfect. All right, that's so, so yeah. the Daily Talk Show. See you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.